G'day, I'm Kevin Sanders and welcome to the Business Architecture Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all things business architecture so that business owners can truly get on the front foot and start creating more time in their life to do the things they want, build reliable cash flow to do those things with, uh, drive scalable value into the marketplace while allowing them to step back and ultimately architect the business of their dreams. So without further ado, let's get into this next episode. Welcome back to the Business Architecture Podcast. Uh, my name is Kevin Sanders. If you haven't heard or listened to any other episodes in this channel, then you know I, I warmly welcome here to this uh, to this particular episode. It's going to be a continuation of uh, the other cultural-based episodes that I've done. So, um, you know, if 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 you're unfamiliar with what I talk about or where I come from and the philosophies by which I uh, conduct business, then feel free to go back through our previous episodes as well, because I do talk a lot about you know the business architecture and systemic thinking and, and systemic design and and uh, all of these kinds of really big overarching sorts of concepts um, and, and and how to start to make those relevant and applicable in today's business. Given that uh, my thesis is that we're moving into a new age where. Uh, there'll be a rehumanization of work uh, that will, if we're not careful, clash with the rise in the automation and technology age as well. So we've got two uprising ages, and I do a whole episode on that, uh, which you'll find a few episodes back. But I'll, I'll keep going with the culture theme. I've done the first two now. They were fairly similar, those two episodes, because I think if we understand that as an underlying concept of culture in general, uh, we can start to build that with more applicability uh, and more uh, usability uh, in, in, in the more day-to-day running of, of how we do business and, and build amazing cultures. And so today, uh, this, this episode is going to be uh, centered around, we'll bring it down through the levels and, and start to center it around management and how management in a business uh, in general, whether it be the business owner or the founder or a manager that's been appointed at some level throughout the, the business, if it's, if it's got that kind of size and architecture about it. Um, the role of management and how management can either start to destroy or um, build culture moving forward. So as we know, as uh, just, to, just to tie back into what's happening here is, is that the context of the organization moving forward, the context of, of work of the future um, like we say, there's you know there's this tendency to want to uh, bring technology and systems, uh, a lot of uh, you know applications and automation uh, is coming through. But we're also now seeing, as a result of a very strong industrial era, uh, the rehumanization of work. Because what the manufacturing era did, what the industrial revolution did, was start to essentially dehumanize work through its. Uh, manufacturing lines and building silos, which gave management um, the the original management kind of context uh, that that started the whole management era. And so, what we've what we're seeing now is that that has to evolve. The world has moved and changed, and we've got to move and evolve with it. And if if we retain old school methodologies of management, uh, we'll, we'll end up being more destructive for an organisation moving forward because people in the organization have a different kind of context. 
And so the, there's a, a natural kind of split that now starts to happen where we've got the kind of old school uh, manager sitting in an organization and they don't have to be old. It's just people who have adopted the old school thinking and methodology of management, whether it's through their own education, through their own philosophies, or whether you know it's, it's a case of they just don't know any other way. Uh, and we've got now this new age kind of uh, people-based manager that leans more into the leadership realm than it does in the management realm. And so what we'll start to see is that, and like I referenced in an earlier episode, is that I think management is going to become less relevant and leadership is going to become more relevant. And what will start to happen is we'll begin to latch on to leadership as a, a vehicle moving forward. And as a part of that, we'll encapsulate a lot of management responsibility, management activity, uh, and a lot of the management kind of methodology will get rolled up into it, but evolved into more of a leadership based uh, platform. And so the, this typical management split will start to now happen where the old school manager is typically based around, if we could just sum it up, is based around authority. This is, this is the, the decision making person. This is the person in the organization that, um, that you know, has that kind of hierarchical, structural, organizational kind of uh, responsibility to be able to be decisive, make decisions and, and you know, do it rather unemotionally. And, and basically the, their whole philosophy comes from a place of authority. That is to say, in this org structure, I sit above you, therefore you report to me, therefore I have authority over you, therefore you do what I tell you to do. Now, typically when we've got that kind of style of management happening, it becomes a part of that relationship where we start to tie in things like KPIs, cost management, money management, uh, and, and all of that kind of realm of managing a business and the old school way of managing a business gets tied into all of that as well. So what we've got is a, an, an organization that wants to evolve, that wants to grow, but essentially is going to start to be held back by uh, managers that are stuck in this old school kind of authoritative, um, money-driven, kind of cost management-driven, hierarchical, organizational, I am the person that's in charge here kind of philosophy. As we know now, there's a lot of things happening in the world. Uh, there's a lot of options appearing for everyone. It's not like there's only one of anything in the world at the moment. Um, there are many, many options and many places that anyone who wants to be employed can go. And so what, we, what we'll start to see, if it hasn't already started happening in a business, what we'll begin to see is employees becoming very, very, very quickly becoming disengaged and disintegrated, which is disintegrated. Um, it's, you know, a, there'll be a disintegration of who they are in the business. And naturally, they'll look to just move on because there'll be another organization there that is willing uh, to adapt itself in accordance with the context of how we are working. And so what will start to happen is practically day to day, you might start to see you know, cracks beginning to form um, you might start to see people starting to leave, they're searching for jobs, they give you their bare minimum. Uh, you'll find that they'll, they'll only start when their, um, you know, their start time arrives and they'll only finish, uh, and, and you know, they'll be looking to finish work about five minutes before their finishing time. So they'll essentially be standing at the door with their little you know, the bag or whatever, and they'll be, they'll be can't, can't wait to get out of there quick enough. 
And so that's what we start to see as a disengaged employee and disengaged workforce is when that kind of mentality is happening. And it absolutely does not need to be like that. It absolutely does not need to be like that. In fact, if that's happening, that for me is, is severe red flags that shows me that an organization hasn't taken its culture, hasn't taken its business, hasn't taken everything that it's about, its philosophy, its, its, um, its policies, hasn't taken everything that it's about and look to move it on and evolve it into uh, the future of what the organization is, but it's being stuck in the past where it came from under the older context of management. It starts to drive a wedge inside of a business and, and that wedge is very, very, very destructive. Um, and often once one thing starts, once one little crack appears, it quickly leads to other cracks appearing. So when one person decides to leave and then does it, it'll lead to other people deciding to leave and doing it and it'll happen very, very quickly, which as we all know, can be very, very catastrophic uh, for a business. And so that's the old authoritative kind of, um, kind of management style. It's not empathetic. It's not very understanding. Uh, it, 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 can, it can have assertiveness um, that is actually aggression, but it's dressed up as assertiveness, um, which puts people off immediately. Uh, and, and, and due to the nature of the people of the world at the moment, due to the nature of this rehumanization of work and, and the fact that people are more willing and able and open to who they are and who they can be and what uh, their rights as a human being are, um, you know, for those people, it will become a case of, you know, I've, I'm now more confident to speak up against this. And if I don't like what I get back, and if, if you don't respect me as a human being and you continue to treat me like that, like the old school kind of mentality, that's the kind of language that starts to come through, uh, then you know, I'll have no problems with moving on. So that's the old school, the authoritative management style. It, it, it has a place and it can work if it's guided well and closely, um, but more often than not, it, it's actually more destructive than it is constructive. So then we move into the other split. Now the other split is, is one based on responsibility. So management moving forward, based on, on where we're going as a world and what the future of the, of the world in terms of work looks like, has this undertone of responsibility. So the manager in, in a responsibility context then starts to develop key philosophies of management like all managers do uh, and in, in you know, how they develop their own management styles. But they start to develop key philosophies of their own management that encapsulate where the company, where the organization's going, where the future of work is going and encapsulates exactly who people are becoming in the organization based on the context of the world that we're moving into. So I just said a lot, and, and if you need to, please go back and just listen to that little part again, because that's critical. Uh, it encapsulates where people are going in the context of, the, the, the context of work in the, in the future of the organization. And, and all of that comes down to a basis of responsibility. So now we're moving from a manager in the old school way who, uh, you know, who works to a philosophy of I tell you what to do and you listen to me to a manager who has now a leadership um, functionality within what they do in their position and 
it is more about let me work with you and help you grow and succeed so that you can help us grow and succeed. And so that's the key fundamental here. If, if the business hasn't grown the people, if the management hasn't grown the people, the people won't grow the business. Key, key, key. If the business hasn't grown the people, the people won't grow the business. And so in a world now that's forming where people are more uh, in tune with who they're becoming and who they are and, and how they want to be treated in the world, uh, and we only have to look at the big movements that are happening in the world um, to, to understand more about that. In, in, in those kinds of ages, we're now starting to see the expectation on management and on business in general to be more people friendly and to be more empathetic and to be more understanding which is why in the first culture episode I referenced the heart of the organization rather than the culture of an organization, which is, to, which is an attempt to reposition what culture is. And so when we're looking at responsibility, there's, there's, there's many things that can get encapsulated into uh, a responsible manager or a responsible leader uh, and, and what they do in an organization. And I think the first thing we've got to recognize is, is that Having something like an org chart that displays a hierarchy starts to work against the future of effective company management or leadership. I lean towards leadership in this case because at the end of the day, people are tending to not like being managed, especially if the manager is, is a micromanager. People really don't like being micromanaged uh, from what I've been able to tell and the, the hundreds of employees and, and people that I've ever spoken to, you know, micromanagement is seen to be something that's very, very uh, disliked in, in business. But move, like moving forward, what it means is that in, in terms of being responsibility, we need to ensure that we're not recruiting managers or leaders Whichever, what, whichever name we're giving them, the label doesn't mean anything and the label no longer gives you a, a level of authority, but whoever we're recruiting into our businesses to help run our businesses of the future, if we're recruiting those people based on their skill level as a manager or a leader, then we'll end up recruiting someone else's culture. So the best recruitment tool you could possibly have is a well-formed heart of the organization. And that's critical moving forward, critical moving forward. We, you know, we, we form a philosophy which sets the context of our organizations. That's the first asset of business architecture, which we'll go into a little bit more later on. Um, but the first asset of, of business architecture is, is philosophy, it's what we need to build. Um, there's a couple of there's a couple of, of realms of philosophy. It, it takes into account the the bigger picture of the organization and then translates that into the bigger picture of each person in the organization, both uh, present and future. But moving forward, it's so so important. I can't begin to to stress enough how important it is to have that philosophy well set because that forms the basis of the heart of the organization. The heart of the organization will become the recruitment tool that recruits the right person who will do the right thing instead of recruiting the person who will just try and do things right regardless of how destructive or constructive it may become. 
So that's the management split, the authority manager, um, authority-based manager or the responsibility-based manager. We can, we can start to amalgamate both manager and leader into the one now um, because they have to be one in the same, uh, you know, people and business focused. We, you know, these, we're relying on people to help run our businesses successfully. Um, we're moving more away from that authoritative style management. Management, it's becoming disengaged and creating disintegration in business. And we can typically see a symptom of this by people who are just starting to want to uproot and leave, who are spreading gossiping, you know, you know, spreading, you know, rumors and and sort of you know that whole kind of yucky kind of culture behavior that we do tend to see in businesses. That's not at the fault or the responsibility of the people in the organization, that is the fault and the responsibility of the management of the organization. Uh, and often it's because the management hasn't taken, which is the second split, so that's the authority split. The second split is the is responsibility. Often it's because the management of the organization or the leadership in the organization hasn't taken responsibility, which is to say, I am responsible for this, not you are responsible for this. Uh, in saying that when a leader or a manager takes responsibility for something, that opens the door for collaboration, that opens the door for um, you know, shared learning, that opens the door for universal philosophy in the business to take effect, which, which all then starts to collaborate everyone in an organization to a common goal. And therefore, we start to move in the same direction. We're rowing the boat in the same direction up the river. Uh, and the left hand starts to talk to the right hand so the, the left hand and the right hand know it, know what each other is doing. So that's that's the management split. It's all about responsibility um, moving forward and, and being a leader is about claiming responsibility. Inside of that, there are other elements and stuff which I'll actually talk about in episodes to come, uh, including KPIs. I think KPIs is a very important uh, topic to, to discuss. Uh, but. For this one, when we so this is all about starting to implement and and make it more utility based. This this whole culture thing now, um, and there's there's a whole process behind this, which you know obviously needs a lot more than a podcast episode to to describe. But um, if you can find a way to to understand within your business, with your management teams, your managers, your leaders, and everyone else in the business, how we can start to bring about responsibility, uh, and and the claim of responsibility, not the push of responsibility, then uh, we start to form the new age and type of culture that people are wanting and tending to be a part of. So that's that's this episode um, done and dusted, uh, the authority versus the responsibility-based manager or leader. Um, you know, if there are any questions, please feel free to, to shoot them through. If you're noticing in your business that there's a, there's a disengagement, a disintegration, of people um, and people are tending to want to get away and they're sort of just holding on till they find that next option. It's not a matter of uh, will they, it's a matter of when they will. Um, if you're finding that starting to happen and you're seeing those cracks appearing, please, 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 please reach out. I've got a bunch of resources. I'll flick them off to you. We can, we can discuss them as you will. I don't need to sell you anything. Um, that's not the whole point of this. The whole point of this is building bloody great businesses for the future. 
and and if I can have a if I can have some kind of resource or some kind of utility in helping you achieve that for your business, then absolutely let's make that magic happen. All right, uh, future episodes on culture will be coming. So look out for those. I'll start going into some more aspects and 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 concepts and things that we can start to bring through and, and implement in our businesses to start building and forming, reforming those cultures. I'll start to talk about those in more in, in the next few episodes. But until then, take care, thank you very much, and I'll speak to you next time. Hey there, thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Architecture Podcast. As the owner of a business, I've got no doubt that you will have figured out that knowledge isn't actually power, it's potential power. And the most powerful thing we can do with knowledge is to take action with it. So with that being said, as questions have come up for you around how to take any action with or implement anything from this episode, please feel free to connect with me and I'll do my very best to answer those questions for you. You can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Kevin Sanders, or you can look me up in my profile, which is Your Excellence on LinkedIn as well. Also, don't forget to bookmark or favorite this podcast so that you can be made aware of when a new episode goes live. And of course, if you happen to know any other business owners that are doing it tough, they're frantic, they're anxious, cash flow poor, or on the other side of that, they just really want to unleash their business, please do a good thing and share this with them so that they can get the benefit from it too. I don't bite, but I do grow businesses, so I look forward to speaking with you soon.